0: Here we go. This is happening with Mark Cito and Ryan Sampson. I'm Mark Cito. I'm Ryan Sampson. And this is happening.
1: What a day. I'm here in the studio and you're not. Uh, this is
0: backwards, isn't it?
1: It is. It is. Uh, I OK, so we're still doing this thing where I still come into the office, even though, you know, I don't I don't know why um, I'm wearing. I'm wearing a lot of red today. And I I uh, this is apropos because there's not this has nothing to do with coming in the office. I'm just looking at myself on the camera because I look like a real
0: radio man surrounded by stuff. I wish you were in on the mashup this morning because I believe Stan dressed exactly the same way, except be- for he had red pants, too. I believe it.
1: The thing is, I've, I'm wearing a red fitted hat. No, not that one, you guys. And uh, it's it's impossible for me to wear a red hat and not want to recreate the Roland video from you know Fred Durston years ago. Well, I when you, I, I don't know that video. You don't know Limp Biscuits Roland? Oh, Roland! Yeah, yeah, okay. I know you'll be loving this shit right here. L- yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's it's just him in red hats and girls and wife beaters, and I thought that was the peak of mass masculinity when I was I, in grade. I thought you said like a person's name, like Roland. No, 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 no. See, these are the things that if we were in person, maybe we wouldn't have had that miscommunication. I, 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 I feel I feel odd being back here in the office still because it's it's this place has stolen from me one of my favorite things, and that's being somewhat curmudgeonly and in a bad mood, because now when you walk in, you might be encountering somebody you're only going to see once in this year. Yeah. You don't know when they're in, when they're not. So yeah. I have to be fucking nice all the time because I don't want them to be like, oh, he's a dick. Whereas, you know, if I knew I had a bite of the apple every day, I could I could figure it out. Oh, hell, he's just having a bad I
0: they would think I was just having a bad day. <laughs> you had a lot of bad days.
1: I, it's just because I don't like small talk. Like I was just on a I was just on a site visit, you know, for my events job. You got to go see the the places where we're going to do the events before we actually do them, make sure they're up to up to snuff, whatever. And, and, and I'm just not one of those people, like the guy, the guy who showed us, then he was like, wish we could get some sun in, in, in this city. <laughs> and I'm not going to be like, Oh, I know. Huh? But when it
0: starts, we'll be, we'll be begging for winter. I can't I, do dude, that shit, man. It's I listen, I understand. I'm more horrified of it than I am hate it, but you still, you, you know, there's a level of participation. I'm really good at it. Okay. See, see, that's, but that's, you realize that that's sort of like whether or not you're good at small talk is really what makes you a good guy or a dick. Really? Yeah. But I think I have the opportunity to turn it off and on. That's the thing. Right. Right. So there are some people that think you're a dick and some people that think you're a good guy. You get what I'm saying though, right? Is like your ability to ham it up. That's why, um, you know, our friend Rich Davis is the mayor of everywhere he goes. That's true. That's true.
1: Rich Davis from Covino and Rich and also the Pulse and Hits One. I, 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 I just can't. I can't have these discussions. You hear people being like, ah, oh, like, like, how are you fucking joking with people you just met? You know nothing about them. Let's just do what we came to do and get the fuck out of here. True. But that's that's rapport building. Do you know I, mean? I just went, I, I went to pee before I came in to do the show with you. And it was somebody I hadn't seen in, in, I guess, two and a half years. And they okay. were like, how's things with a family as I'm holding my dick. And I'm just like, I, it's fine. How's your I family? Mean, and it, what and it started? They had was. a whole. They had exactly that's true. But then they had a whole nother kid and I did then discuss that. Like it's it's I can't have these interactions. I just want to have my laser focus. I want to come in, I want to do what I have to do, and I want to go where I have to go and not have
0: these interactions. That's exactly you. Just hit the nail on the head right there. Is that I, I don't pay enough attention to the small details of other people's personal lives to be able to like get through a conversation and like I will forget. Like, I'm like, I'll be like, oh, I'll forget you have children, let alone three, I guess is the right way to say it. I never know anyone's name. Like, I just like I, somebody, somebody will say, my daughter had to go to the dentist. I'm like, oh, you had a baby. And they're like, she's five. And you'll be like, oh, well, oh. at one point you did. Yeah. I guess, I a guess, baby. just a congratulations.
1: <laughs> I, I, I just mean, like, I, to, for me to learn somebody's name, I have to meet, I have to like be around them a lot. Okay. Because I just, You know, I guess I'm a douchebag. I don't know. I don't like I don't have a good excuse why I'm bad at remembering names. That said. It is the best when you can tell that you remember somebody's name and they don't remember yours. yours. I immediately become holier than thou when that happens like I'll, so? I'll start well like for example i was just talking to somebody and they were like how's your baby and in my mind i was like oh this person has no idea what my kid's name is but i happen to remember the name of their kid even though there's no reason i should know this so right. i was like how's your I, I was like how's michael you know just like fucking really needling their kid's yeah, name yeah yeah I, I get knew it that.
0: i get just, it i don't know i i, I don't it but it, it, you're taking you're taking the world out on one person, which isn't fair. What do you mean I'm taking the world out on one person? Do you know Do you know the type of people that they don't realize that they're taking the world out on one person? And like, I'm trying to think of a good example, right? Of, of mean somebody taking all of my annoyance out on one person about a certain subject. Yeah. Okay. So so say you know because you're going to know people like this that mm. they work at a convenience store, right? Yeah. And the convenience store doesn't sell beef jerky. Yes. Okay. But every day, three or four people come in and ask for beef jerky because it's a fucking convenience store. And eventually this person sees someone come in and they're going to be like, excuse me. And they're like, oh, no, no, no. You're not going to do that to me today. No, no more of this. I'm sorry. I've had it. I'm done. No. And the person standing there like, what the literal fuck are you talking about? I just want to know if you have. Be- no, 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 no. Yeah. Out, out, out. Yeah. You're taking you your just- frustration on the whole world out on one person. Yeah. That's how that's how unplaced rage works, Ryan. That's why people have father issues. That's why people <laughs> what that that's society. OK, but you know, the people I'm talking about, right?
1: Yes. I just I, I'm more saying. I, what, I'm taking I'm probably more taking out my rage about having to be here in the office out on people for no reason. Like, like, I can't get over it. If you are excited to go back to the office post pandemic, that means that your life is sad to me. That's I'm what I'm fine. hearing. My, my life is sad. You have a fucking sad and lonely life. Now, Fair. that makes me sad for the people who are excited to go. Right. But okay. don't drag down my prosperous full life with your back to the office bullshit. We are not friends. I don't mean you and me. I mean, people around here. We both the only thing that was a community was we worked in the same place, which we did then didn't do for two and a half years. <laughs> uh, also, stop too, you, like we have
0: to. There's still some element. I, I think that this is going to be the catalyst to, I thought maybe we were working towards a uh, see, this is where it's going to get dangerous, right? Is because I think you're going to win. At the end of the day, I think you're going to win. However, it's not you know, you know what as Gust said in, in um, Charlie Wilson's war. Mm-hmm. We'll see, said the Zen master, like mm-hmm. I think you're going to win. I think you're going to get your, your three day a, a week, work week, if not less. But the problem is the meanings of weekends will disappear. Is that the is that the the
1: Chinese farmer parable that you just referred to as well? Because Tom Brady has talked about. It. I think he calls it the Chinese farmer, and it was like, well, maybe
0: it's yeah, like it, you know, the, it's sort the of the like you, falls
1: off you, his horse. You never know what's coming
0: next. You never you think something's good, but you never know what's coming next, right? Yes. So so I think yes. If you if you get it right, where you don't go into the office. I think I think the concept, just like it has in my lifetime, I think for a lot of service workers, mm-hmm. the the um, uh, the concept of a five day work week or weekends off or anything like that will disappear.
1: Now I hear you saying,
0: of, yeah, that 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 much like how Walmart has been sending their employees in on Thanksgiving Day, your concept of a neat weekend. Um, might disappear if you get your way about not being in the office.
1: Well, if you're talking to me personally, I already don't have a neat weekend a lot of the time.
0: Well, yeah, if, you, if you're talking to me personally, I'm a lot more eager to be in the office because I roll out of there with a smile on my face at noon, like, see everybody have a great day. And, and they're just, you know, some people are just getting there. Yeah, this has been just as it's, it's just because I live far away. That's what it comes
1: down to. And I have a young daughter and it's just costing me money to do this. But then
0: go ahead. I'll come back to that. But let's come back to that. No, there's so many people like with the high gas prices and everything like that. Like, I get it. But there's part of me. It's like, yo, man, you didn't like you don't have to live 70 miles from your job and drive a pickup that gets 15 miles to the gallon. Got like it. Those are your choices. You knew that the, the gas prices could go up. Right. I am well aware that I made the choice to move. I think we've even talked about this.
1: And, and I, for everyone listening, I, I, I know we can't have the same conversation every week, but it's still new. It's still new. Yeah. I'm smacked in the face with it every Tuesday and Wednesday now where I, I have to deal with commuting and stuff again. And I'm sure there's a lot of people that actually listen to us while they commute. And, and by the way, if you're hearing us on Faction Talk, a reminder that you can always uh, find us wherever you get your podcasts. This is happening with uh, Mark Zito and Ryan Sampson and reach out to us on social media at TIH Show. But when you're, when you're commute with this, this commute situation and costing me money, I understand that if there, it doesn't have to. That's the thing. It doesn't have to, if you're, if you're going in just because somebody wants to make you sit in an office,
0: you don't, it doesn't have to be like that. Well, yeah, but you have a weird office job, right? There are so many jobs that have to be done in person. You have yeah. an office job that you don't have to, but, mm-hmm. but that's just, I mean, like most people, you're still going to have to move if you, if you take a new job for a lot of people, unless you have a, a, a strict office job. No, I don't. I think
1: that you, you, if you take a new job in this day and age, I think this is why companies are hemorrhaging talent and, and workers and stuff. If if a if a job can be remote and you have the option to choose remote or not remote, you're going to take that remote job. Did the company that needs
0: you in the office is going to fall behind. You made you realize you made a you made a decision on a temporary um, situation, though. You made it. I mean, like I did. I made a bunch of decisions based on temporary situations that I, dude, I bought an electric car because I'm like, I'm cruising around this village of 3000 people with nowhere to go. I can plug into my garage every night at night. And, and, you know, it's perfect. Whereas, oh, I have to come back to the city where there's no plugs. I got to park. I got to drive around looking for parking, which wastes a ton of battery. Like, like I, it's a, it's a ton. Like I made all sorts of decisions based on a, on a temporary situation.
1: And, and so what are you saying? My, me moving to Connecticut was a, t- a decision based on a temporary situation.
0: Yeah. You no. forgot what you, you, well, you're assuming you moved to Connecticut, assuming you'd never come back to the office.
1: No, no, no. I moved to Connecticut thinking I'd probably have to come in two days, three days a week. What I'm finding is that fucking blows
0: and there's no good reason for it. And therefore so it, it annoys me. Is that the office's fault or, or, or is it that you made a potentially unwise decision? Um, Like I get it, dude, I totally can see why it's annoying, but I guess, I guess it's sort of like, yeah, but you know, this is where it's like, well, okay. Well, this is where you come down to what exactly is the
1: role of a company in your in your life as far as you could say, like, if the office says, "Okay, you have to be in just because that's why we want it. We were paying you and that's what we want. Okay, but it's equally within my rights to then, I guess, at a certain point, be like, well, I guess I'll go somewhere else. Yeah. But I, I would say if work, as I've said the whole time, if the goal of work is to get the job done properly, and not assert control. I think it's the office's fault because otherwise, if the job is getting done no matter what, you're by making somebody come in just to say,
0: oh, good, you're there, that's asserting control. Uh, to some point, yeah. But I mean, it's more of an exchange of goods. You yeah. know, like you've you've made a deal in a bargain, and part of the bargain for them is is you know, you gotta be here. So that yeah, I mean, I- like, I don't see like you're if, if it's an exchange, they're giving you money for being there. So
1: if they say we not what they're, giving me, they're not giving me money for showing up, they're giving me money for doing the job I was hired. Well,
0: if do. they're telling you, you have to be in the office, part of the job is being in the office. Right. You yeah, get what I'm it, saying? Like, it's part well, of the I job description.
1: But I think you could argue it with with a specific with a lot of jobs. I think you could argue that the the circumstances have changed and you no longer have to be in the office like you. You think about this. I mean, you can argue it, but they don't have to agree with you. That's fine. And that's why people can leave. Yeah. And, and, and that's not off the table for somebody like me long term. Like, I think I I truthfully think if this was what it was going to be for the rest of my career, I might be like, yeah, this doesn't work for me.
0: I think what's 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 getting ignored is how many people are. or It's not getting ignored. People are talking about it. But what might not have caught on to everybody yet is how many people are starting businesses. Like if you were if you were to take another job, it should be for you. If you know your boss should be you. No,
1: I don't. I don't want to do that. I have no desire. I, I have no desire to do that. I, I like a firm of one hustling to get clients. It's just not my scene. I don't feel like doing it.
0: Well, it starts that way.
1: Of course, but, but then I mean, you grow. I guess I just don't have, like, I think it's interesting that you think everyone wants to start their own business.
0: I, I think, no, I can, I, you're right. I probably do think everyone wants to start their own business, but doesn't have the knowledge or capital to do it. Yeah. I would start a
1: business in the metaverse that I would do, because I feel like I could certainly do that from home. See, like, here's the thing, but that's still a business. And and that leads into something I want to talk about with Chipotle. But consider this. All these companies that are making their workers come back in the office Uh are also creating virtual fucking things because everything's moving to
0: the metaverse. Is this a good thing? I don't know. I mean, like, but yeah, it's, it's happening, but like, out of both sides of your mouth, though, if you're one no, of these I'm companies. not talking. Listen, I think I think the metaverse has uh, incredible potential for shopping and for, uh, you know, like buy, like like anything you look up online, being able to look at it in a more, you know, complete 3D immersive version is going to be way better. Um, but yeah, there's also like some serious downsides to it. There's some serious I mean, like, dude, you got to get out. This this whole mentality of 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 never leaving home. Like yeah. that's what you're ultimately going for. Like, like yeah, you've I want to got be people ho- at the beginning of Wally. That's what I want. <laughs> right. But like this this mass agoraphobia is just, you know, it's it's strange.
1: No. What I'm what I'm rallying against is the time suck.
0: No, I you're never, rallying. No, you're but but you, you just kind of said, I never want to go to the office. I want everything to be on the metaverse. I never want no, to have to order. I want things to be on the metaverse. I just said they are. So we think, weird, but, but, but it really is. If you're not going to the office, if you're not yeah. going to, if you're not going to Walgreens to get toothpaste, cause you're ordering it from Amazon. If uh-huh. you're not like, like you realize at some point there's like a societal agoraphobia that's happening. That's unhealthy. I don't know if it's agoraphobia, but it's only going out when you truly want to. It's convenient. Yeah, but to a point that's what I'm saying is that we're starting to do it societally to a point where it's unhealthy. No, because agoraphobia yeah. says that I'm afraid to go out. Yeah, not it, that, that can manifest. Well, you, you if you're avoiding something, I mean, maybe maybe you're right. Maybe I'm using the wrong word. But if you're constantly I mean, like the, the goal, the goal of everything right? Yeah. Seems to be to just never go out. You never have to leave your kitchen, but that's completely unrealistic. And just sounds like the worst, most boring. I mean, but you, do you get what I'm saying though? Is everything we're I doing get it. yeah, is geared towards never leaving. Every new development we do is so you don't have to leave your couch.
1: Exactly. Humanity. Humanity is trying to work its way towards doing nothing. That's yeah, apparently but, the point. Everything but, is to be automated. Driverless cars, sh- shit shows up at your door. Next day ship. It's that's what's isn't that the goal? When you get there, you're bored as fuck.
0: I get it. But I'm it's, telling you, the goal seems to be complete automation. But can we talk about someone it? Hold just, on. It's it's player piano. Kurt Vonnegut's first novel is player piano. And that's what it's all about. Like, read it. It's fucking brilliant. It, it's, so, it's, pro- it's one of my favorites. And it's his first one.
1: But, but what, I, what I'm saying is for my specific case, right? And I know that this is the case for a lot of people who are listening to this right now on a train or a bus or in their car. You're on your way into work. Some people, it's a 10-minute commute. Some people, it's a two-hour commute, right? Right. But for somebody like me, Like, here's what I do now. I live in Fairfield, Connecticut. I come into work in Manhattan. And you know what? I do it two days a week. And I guess I should be blessed that I only have to do that. And on some level I am. But also uh, because everyone's like, if they told you this in 2019, which I used to say, I used to say, wow, you're right. I would have been psyched about that. However, it's not 2019 anymore. Much in the same way if somebody said, hey, Mark, you're going to be able to take a fucking boat to Europe in, you know, in the early 1900s. It, but the deal wasn't as great in 1985 It'd be like, why don't I take a fucking plane? But but where I'm going with this <laughs> is I get on the train now. I take about a, a hundred minute ride. Then I take another 10 minute subway. So it's 110 minutes door to door. And that used to be OK. That used to just be part of the American experience, especially for a lot of people in this tri-state area where you'd miss bath time with your kids, you'd miss breakfast with your young kids, whatever.
0: But, but it's a choice.
1: I know No one's no, Yeah, I mean, like, OK. But so I, you know. Why, though, like because like, here's the thing. I, I what do, I could do instead is just fucking get up, go to my desk and have the same virtual meetings I am coming into this office to have.
0: I mean, listen, at this point, you're still having virtual meetings. I'm telling you, it's not going to be like this forever. Yes, it is. I don't, th- I don't think it is. You think Zoom meetings are going away? No. No, but I don't think, just as I don't think Zoom meetings are going away, I don't think offices are going away. Yeah, but when you say you're, you're still having Zoom meetings, that's going, what do you mean? Like, I think, I think travel will take a, a like, a hit. I, I, but, but when you, you know, cause I sit around and, and just as background have CNBC on all day, uh-huh. but you even yes. hear that and, and companies sound like they need the companies that are going in person are the ones that are making deals. And the companies that are doing zooms aren't, you know, like, like that sort of personal, you can't, you can't send somebody a gift certificate at, to a steakhouse to call them when they're drunk to make a deal. So like that, like that sort of stuff, you the in-person stuff is not going away. That's and yeah, something it, to do. That's a gonna, thing that
1: you gotta be in person for. No argument here.
0: But but that's just it's it's life interaction in inter, interaction too. There's gonna be more of a hybrid thing, but like the office is gonna spring back hard. Dude, let me tell you what I currently do. And I love Sirius XM. Also, also, just just really quick point. Mm-hmm. I would love to really get some perspective from people that are not in New York City. I, I don't get the, uh, you know, like I talk to well, most people I talk to, you're right, they're in three days a week, but they're, you know, pretty happy with that. Yeah. And I, and it, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I, I, I feel like that because New York experienced a much longer, prolonged, Shut down and restrictions and anywhere else because of the size of the buildings, the number of the people that work there, the public transportation and all those things that people uh, have a different experience. Like You have a different experience than most people.
1: I have a different take on that. Uh, I want to I want to talk about what I do here. But to, to for that point, I, I think it actually and I would love to hear from you if you're not from New York, specifically because I think if you can drive to work is a totally different discussion. I think if you don't have to deal with massive traffic in the city, even people who live in L.A., hop in your car, go to the office, get out of your car,
0: into your office. Not as much of a pain in the ass. Yeah. Like my friends who work in L.A. are, are in the fine office. Yeah, they're fine with it.
1: I agree. It yeah, comes okay. down to where you I think and I think it's e- if you want the truth, I think it's easier to go to the office if you can just drive there and park outside.
0: I think you just haven't realized that you outgrew New York City. And you're not dealing with it like you're blaming everybody else. It's sort of a reverse. I'm
1: not because here's the thing. (laughs) I fucking come in. I came in here today and I want to move on to the metaverse stuff. But I came in here today. I have a meeting today where I am going to be on a Zoom from a conference room here in New York. I will connect to our office in Nashville. There will be somebody in a conference room there. And we'll also connect to our office in L.A. where there will be people in conference rooms there. Please tell me. What the fucking difference is. Then we were all zooming in from home.
0: Uh, the the pronoun that you just used, what was it? We. All right, so you're you're zooming alone.
1: Uh, there'll be two other people in the room with me.
0: There's the difference. That's it. That 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 accomplishes dick. Well, there's two other people in the room with you. There's two other people that you're working with, and that's the difference. You're working with your team face-to-face, whereas is, where is your meetings- No, I'm not, because the fucking rest of the team is still on Zoom. Well, yeah, but that was going to happen anyway, because we're a spread-out interstate company.
1: Exactly.
0: Right. But exactly. your your what new. What the fuck am I doing here? Your New York team was together. That's the difference. You asked for the difference, and that was the difference. That's fucking dumb.
1: That's <laughs> stupid. That doesn't strike you as stupid.
0: No. It strikes I, me the as. The it, I mean,
1: together if you're in one room, all right, maybe, sure. But the fact that we're still
0: all spread out, why? Why? Well, be, we'll because everyone's resisting getting back together
1: no we're not these people live in these places anyway we were always going to be spread out
0: all right that's what i'm saying i i i just listen i think you can say it as many ways as you can but you're not gonna like i understand the situation but i don't i i think it's crazy i think it's absolutely crazy when when part of the job description is to show up to work and you're just like no I, I I understand it might, it might changed. be what circumstances have changed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it might, I understand it might not make the most sense, but if part of your job description is to show up and you just say, no, that it's, it's, it's like, what because the fuck? you move the ball forward. Society grows. Right. But it's, it changes. It's, it's, what was the name of the show with um Tony Danza and, uh, and uh, Who's the boss? yes, there you go. That's the point. Hmm. I, I, you're the employee, not the boss. And I get it. But this is this is what having a job is, is just doing inane, stupid shit that you don't see the point of. But as long as they're giving you money, you just you you complain. And when you can't that complain strike about you it was a fucked up thing. I mean, that's how society works to some point. That's every job that's that's universal, right? Is every job everywhere. You're doing stuff and you have no fucking idea why you're doing it. Your boss is telling you you got to do it. Your boss doesn't exactly know why you're doing it, but someone does. And so you either just do the shit or you get so fed up complaining about it. And you're like, this is so stupid. You go find something else.
1: So what you're saying is if you're an American worker, according to you, Ryan Sampson, question nothing. Nothing. As long as you're getting paid, just go along with it and don't say, hey, maybe there's a more efficient way to do this. I'm saying the grass, by the way, you know that we do. We're doing video now and you look at the camera about, I would say, 30 percent of the time. Otherwise, you're looking off and down to the side. Oh,
0: I know. I'm listening. Okay. well, (laughs) (laughs) I'm listening. Um, I I, you totally just threw my thought. What was the question again?
1: Uh, I was just saying you're saying question nothing and just take the money. And keep oh, going.
0: no, I'm saying that every job has a level of bullshit, no matter how good your job is, no matter how go- good you think somebody else's job is or how cushy it is. There's a level of bullshit there that you might not be able to deal with. So, so in any job, what you're really asking yourself is, can I deal with this bullshit? And just know the grass is not greener on the other side. You will go somewhere and just have another set of bullshit. Probably. Yeah, but. I think I'm going to win this one long term. I do. I I think I think that I like I said, I think that you I think the three day work week is is probably coming. By the way, I would like to point out
1: that if I had if I had things that I could only do here, I would say we should have a six day work week. It doesn't matter to me the days it's the reasons, but can we, can we move on to the uh, Chipotle in the metaverse? Cause I saw something yeah. on business insider, this uh, this writer, Mary uh, Meisenthal, Meisenthal, Meisenthal. Yes. Um, she, this she, I visited Chipotle in the metaverse to try and understand why restaurant chains are flocking to it. And the experience left me both baffled and hungry. <laughs> I, I I just love the, the high level, like bullet points, the Business Insider does in a piece where it says Chipotle. It, Chipotle is experimenting with digital restaurants in Roblox. Is it Roblox? R O B L O X. Roblox,
0: yes, Roblox.
1: I visited the virtual location and made burritos. Although it's amusing, I don't foresee metaverse restaurants as a lasting feature.
0: I, I I I haven't gone and done this, and I'm not on Roblox. I probably should. Um, I just own stock. But um, how many how much Roblox stock do you own? I don't own a ton and i think i'm down on it yeah bullshit
1: so she had to sign up let's
0: see how much i own 36 shares of roblox
1: let's see how much that's that's worth roblox stock $1500 wow would
0: you would you buy in at i i bought yeah i bought in at 59 so cool
1: great <laughs> investment
0: i know i probably should
1: buy some more uh as soon as the game opened a text bubble informed me that i'd been dropped outside the first chipotle in 1993 there were shortcuts to see the leaderboard of other players emotes i could use and inventory though i didn't have any yet what i was assigned an avatar with red hair and a denim jacket
0: okay i'm just go- gonna say i love all this by the way and just know that that remember remember the I, remember the art challenge a few years ago where like you would put your picture into Google and then it would tell you what painting you look like. Yeah. And everyone did it. Right. Yeah. But they stole you, your, your, your you, face. Yeah. It was really just them honing their facial recognition software. Yes. Right. And every, and they made it into a little game. They needed faces. So they did that. But so what's going on right now is, is, is they're just perfecting, you know, the, 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 uh, Domino pizza online ordering, how revolutionary it was when you could like see the toppings on each side yeah, as you yeah. were putting them on. Right. They're, that's This is the next step, and they're just testing it out. They're just experimenting with how it's going to work. And right now, you actually can't place uh, – you can't get the burrito, but you're going to be – we have a Chipotle on the first floor of our office. So we're going to be sitting upstairs when Mark never comes to the office, and you'll be able to, to go through a game like this, and then it will be ready for you. But why wouldn't you just use the app you already have? Why because wouldn't you just – so, so when I order, like I order from, uh, I, 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 I order on Grubhub a lot and pick up here in the city, right? Uh-huh. There's three or four restaurants. Like when I go to Sweet Green, I can't use Grubhub to do it because like they don't, they don't, the options aren't right. Yeah. Cause Grubhub's a piece of shit company, but yeah. Right. Yeah. But, the, but, you, but you can't like actually complete the order and get the order that you want. Like, most of the apps aren't that good at at online ordering right now. And I think, like, if you think about it, how, how the Domino's online app, like, really revolutionized the way you sort of ordered pizza, this is the next step for ordering food. And they're just testing it out. Well, if
1: you look at Roblox, I don't understand why the graphics are so bad. This is certainly not what I expected from the metaverse. (laughs) Like, isn't this what's that game where kids play with Minecraft? Isn't this just like Minecraft? Yeah. Roblox and Minecraft. They're all sort of in the same, you know, like everything's very boxy. So anyway, you go into this Chipotle um, and then you I follow the arrows to go inside Chipotle. Uh, I made my way to the, Ch- to the Chipotle worker at the cash register who told me I was also part of the crew. Oh, so you because got hired at Chipotle.
0: Yeah. Okay. so see how fun it is. They're trying to make ordering a burrito fun. So not only are you ordering a burrito, but hey, you're part of the crew now. You're part of the team. Come on, jump in. And then when it gets wrong, it's hard for you to yell at the employees because, well, they're they're on the team. They're your teammates, man. Oh, I don't think that's what this is. It says next. (laughs) It was time to play the
1: burrito builder game, which Chipotle (laughs) has promoted as a highlight of the Roblox installation. The game fits its burrito builder name. Customers come up to the counter and show small pictures of ingredients they want in their burritos, which you must drag onto their moving tortilla before it gets to the end of the line. Yeah,
0: Yeah. this is how you're going to order. This is I I mean, like I get it right now. It's stupid because you're doing it in Roblox and you don't get a burrito. But this is how you're going to order from every restaurant very soon, I think. But this is so much more work. I, I, all of it has been I, it was it was so much easier when you used to just they would have somebody on the phone and you would call and you'd be like, hey, can I have uh, two uh, beef tacos with with guacamole? Thanks, Brian, be there in 10.
1: No, disagree. At least at least with the current apps you can put it in. It shows I'm talking about the restaurant specific app. Those are normally better than Grubhub when you try and customize on
0: their platform. Right. Yeah. But, but I don't I, I hate I, I hate creating an account and giving my credit card information to every single restaurant I ever visit. That's fucking insane. Like, if you, like, it's so. That's what you stupid. do and you
1: pay for things.
0: No, but that's what I'm saying. I hate it. I will not do it that McDonald's wants me to have an app, and Dunkin' wants me to have an app, and Starbucks wants me to have an app, and Krispy Kreme wants me to have an app, and Olive Garden wants me to have an app. And fuck you. No, make it on one. Like, that's why people use Apple Pay. Like, that's so why, why I use, use Apple Pay. I'm sure well, you no, use it that's the why app. that's what I'm saying. Or that's why I use Grubhub is because I, I don't need a city of apps on my phone. It's going to be a lot easier when it's in the metaverse, when you're playing Roblox, when you're playing Fortnite and you just go to the food court and all the restaurants are right there. It's going to be a lot easier because right now, this system of every place needs you to download an app and then put your credit card in and create a password that you're going to have to get the email to reset next time you want a coffee because you forgot your fucking password. It's insane. Are you? This is a real question.
1: Do you are you? Do you actually believe what you're saying? 100%. Like you're in
0: on this. You you like this idea. Yes. Dude, I think that I think the I think this this an app for every restaurant is insane. Okay, because what you've just described
1: by way of us having to go into a doom like game to order food is basically I wish there was better Grubhub. Don't you think it would be better to just make the Grubhub website better than make a fucking
0: literal virtual universe? Well, that's not how the free market works. Damn burrito. (laughs) That's how the free market works, man. As someone who comes along and does it better, crushes the guy who didn't do it right. Welcome to America. And yeah, sometimes they do it in really weird, fucked up ways.
1: Oh, then there's another game. There's a pick. There's another game at the pickup shelf where you have to deliver burritos to other customers' homes.
0: Oh, God. They're they're, they're training the interface for, for Grubhub drivers. For DoorDash. Uber Eats.
1: And they won. They made $1,000 in BB, which I have to imagine stands for burrito bucks. Yeah. Um, but, but I just don't understand why. Why this would be easier than just like right now. I can get a Starbucks breakfast sandwich and a coffee on my phone. It's two clicks and it'll be downstairs for me. I don't need to go in, maneuver around
0: and talk to a virtual person no in that case you're right but you've got to un- you've got to okay see this is where i'm trying to like my god Robo- roblox stock is down so much over the yeah. past year holy yeah. shit yeah it's i down- should have sold it when it was really high i didn't year i had it i had it before 56 it went high
1: dollars or 57 percent.
0: yeah i had it when it was when before it went high so i'm picking uh, myself uh, yeah. um no, so you're what you're saying is that right now the app is a destination you have to go to in order to order the the you know egg white bites and the and the coffee from Starbucks, right? Yeah. I think eventually what's going to happen is is what's the program that everyone's so hot on right now that there's the commercial on TV with the guy that's muted is it Slack probably another stupid invention. But imagine something like Slack combining with something like it's going to be something like that where your whole life revolves around it so you're already going to be in the program yeah so so you're not going to have to go out you're already going to be like in something you're working on and and you're going to be so rather than have to exit it and go to an app you know what this sounds
1: like to me to be quite honest is like when you're on the internet and you just go to another website yeah okay well we have those Let's fix that and make that better. Also, Slack definitely a
0: product you would hate cuz I Oh hate. yeah. We I mean like but but it's it's more in the difference of sure we had things propelled things with wheels called bicycles and then we made them faster called cars so we use cars. So yeah, we have the internet and we have websites, but it's going to be it's going to be more powerful when it's when it's metaverse. Commercials for Slack should say Hey, do you want instant messenger
1: before adults in your company can read everything you say? Use Slack. Oh, (laughs) want to increase productivity? Here's how we're increasing productivity. We're putting so much pressure on you to answer something immediately. Like what's quicker than email? How can we make it worse? Slack. Slack.
0: Yeah, every once in a while, I'll communicate with somebody in another department and they're like, what's your Slack? And I'm like, what's that?
1: My Slack is fuck off. Even I don't use Slack, dude. My Slack status says just email
0: me. Okay. Wait, do I have to set up a profile or something? Am I supposed to? I don't know,
1: dude. I don't think anyone is going to the host of the morning mashup on Slack.
0: Well, the IT department wants to.
1: IT likes to use Slack. And I was just like, hey, if I'm calling you because my computer doesn't work, there's a pretty good chance I can't get into Slack
0: either. (laughs) Jesus. Uh, Dude, hey, listen, I understand that right now it all seems really stupid, but I, it's one of those things that you don't see it coming, but it's going to come to a head. So it's like, like there will be metaverse. I, I truly believe there's going to be metaverse for offices that it's not just going to be like games and and, and and I don't have to come in.
1: That's great. <laughs> love it.
0: Show up at the virtual office. <laughs> see, happy you. That's going to
1: be hilarious the first time somebody's fired for having an avatar like that's bad. Like somebody's like, what happened to uh, what happened to Bob in accounting? He's like, oh, he came in as a big hairy cock avatar and Mary complained and they had to fire him. Just be <laughs> like, good. what? He's 65 and has three children. Yeah, I don't know. He just thought it'd be
0: funny. And he <laughs> 20, 20, 46. Someone's going to have the the other red hat avatar as as a retro play. And everyone's going to be like, oh. Actually, you know what I bet you know what we're working towards? And I'm not
1: even trying to be like crazy is companies are so into diversity and inclusion these days, which is good. Yeah. But I bet if we move to a metaverse office, you will have a completely skinless and you'll probably go by number. You won't even go by name. You won't go by there'll be no way to identify you. Oh, that's interesting. Right?
0: I mean something well, like yeah, but or once you start
1: looking at- exactly the same.
0: Yeah, or, or no, you know, it, it could be that you pick your own avatar. And 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 so, you know, just like when you're playing Fortnite, you have no idea. Most people use the female generic uh, uh, avatar because they, you know, most people use it because it's the generic one. So if you see it, you think, oh, this is someone new. They don't know how to play. Right. So you have no idea if you're playing. It's going to be like that. Didn't know there was so much strategy in Fortnite. Seriously. Honestly.
1: I'm just imagining having to make a, a very serious HR complaint and talking to an eight foot tall praying mantis and just being like, <laughs>
0: Dude, that's uh, exactly, you're hitting it exactly right. Like, I don't
1: know. <laughs> and I'm like a Lego man. And I'm like, well, see, I felt uncomfortable. Yeah. Like we'll take this under advisements
0: so of praying mantis holding a clipboard
1: and just, oh Jesus. <laughs> I don't know.
0: Dude, you you hit it closer like than I think you know.
1: Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, like, ultimately, I think it would be a good idea for like, I don't think it would be the best worker environment, but from a protecting yourself legally, I think it would be really interesting to only go by numbers and avatars that look the same in your employee metaverse. How could there be discrimination or like, you know, it'd be much harder to have discrimination, all types of things. Much in the same way. I think here, I think a lot of companies, they do like blind resumes. Now you can't even see where people went to school or what their names are.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: When which kind of. It is good. defeats
0: what is a resume?
1: Yeah, it defeats the like you could say <laughs> where like certain things. At one point, they were like, "Oh, you can't see where people used to work or like you hear certain things." You're like, "What? How would that work?" What that doesn't make any
0: sense? I think you can see where they used to work. Listen, you can you can you can ride in a car to work, but someone's going to push it. What do you mean? What's the point of having a car? You can ride in a car to work, but someone's going to push it. I don't even understand what you're saying the engine won't work. Someone has oh, to push the car. Yeah, yeah. So it's incredibly slow. It's faster for you to walk. You just get to sit. Okay. Yeah. But w- it's, it's you've taken we- the motor. If you've taken all that stuff off a resume, you might've just taken the well, motor out taken, of a car.
1: They've taken, I, I don't think they've taken the work. Imp- I think they've okay, just taken the name and, okay. sc-
0: and school. I completely which- believe in taking the name off.
1: Which goes back to what we said last week, if they're taking schools off too, because it doesn't really matter where you went to college ultimately. Anyway, we got about 10 minutes left. You had a story about a birthday party. If as long as we're talking offices, we might as well go into
0: this. Okay. There was something else I just wanted to bring up. Oh, son of a gun.
1: Why didn't I do it? I don't know, man. You got to. We only have an hour every day and you got to be there ready to and go. I got
0: Ready to go. No, it was something you said that it made me uh, think about if so I, when think I was trying it, to
1: call. figure out your car analogy
0: yes you know that that's
1: Stanley <laughs> T and Nicole Ryan from the morning mashup mashup think of Ryan as the literal king of analogies like he's so good at analogies and half the time I don't know what the fuck he's saying because they come out of nowhere and he doesn't start it by saying this is an analogy he'll just say <laughs> something like a car has no engine and somebody's pushing it and I'll sit here like Whoa, what
0: what? I think I think people understood my analogy
1: right in at T.I.H. show. Let us know
0: um, there's a there's a guy who apparently won a huge lawsuit um, because it, his company threw him a birthday party and he requested not to have one. Um, it sent him. Dude, this is a horrible story, which apparently he suffered from an, an anxiety disorder. Yeah. So he asked did not he'd gotten wind that they were going to have a birthday party for him. So he went to his boss and said, hey. Please don't do this. Um, They had the birthday party for him. Is this is this like the
1: McDonald's coffee lawsuit where it on the surface, I think it's funny. And then it's like you
0: read deeper and you're like, oh, it's actually terrible. Yeah, this is this is sort of one of those stories where they made it look like they wanted to do like a pussification of America. Like, oh, look at this guy complaining about everyone celebrating him. What an asshole he must be. Um, See how soft everyone is now. Um, but so, but the guy, so they had the birthday party for him. He had a panic attack, went to his car to like calm down and get better. And then the next day, two of his bosses brought him in and reprimanded about not attending his birthday party, which gave him another panic attack and they fired him. And they fired him. And apparently um, I pulled up a story on my own. Apparently, the next day, he
1: was he had a panic attack when a it was supervisors chastised him for stealing his coworker's joy and being a little girl. Which is, by the way, I know it's bad, but to take your employee side and be like, "Stop being such a little girl," is uh, it's it's funny. I think it's funny. I know it's not good, but it is funny. It, it's right?
0: it's well in in the in the uh, amount of how stupid that person. Oh is. my god! It's so like you can't.
1: One, this day and age, you can't like you can't be like you're being a fucking girl because men and women are equal, first of all. So I don't understand what the what the you can't even say things like you throw like a girl. You can't do that shit anymore. So to to, so to actually reprimand somebody, but being like you're being a little girl is like you're much better off being like you're you're acting like a child, which still isn't good. However, If this guy actually had anxiety, I understand why he didn't want to be celebrated.
0: That's and said, if you and if you go ahead of time and say, "Hey, please don't have a birthday party," you're an absolute dick if you continue with that.
1: Also, as I said at the beginning of today's program, we're not friends here. We don't need to have a birthday party at the office. It's always uncomfortable, and also. I, I'm always like, am I going to eat cake in the middle of the day? It always stresses me out because then I got to work out. And I know you could say, hey, Mark, maybe you just don't eat the cake. But no, I can't. I don't have that type of willpower. This isn't yeah. something I've had to deal with in over two years. But I know when a cake comes back out, I'm going to be good to go.
0: Um, See, but also now a lot of a lot of birthday parties aren't organized. It's not like everybody gets a birthday. It's sort of like every once in a while, there's one person that they single out to, you know, go all in on the party.
1: Or it's somebody we really like or the boss or something.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I, 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 (laughs) the, also adult birthday parties just seem odd to me to begin with, but. $450,000. $450,000. This guy got in a settlement because he was fired. I feel bad for him though. Cause if he didn't want to be singled out, his name
0: in this story is everywhere. That is sort of my point. And now like, this is even worse because it is being spread as one of these hot coffee stories. And it isn't like, it's sort of tragic. It's sort of awful. Yeah. He had a terrible boss, but, but, but the, the clickbait on it, and even, it, it even like the site that I picked it up on was sort of making fun of it.
1: Well, yeah. I well because it is a silly thing. It's tough to connect with. But I, because when I hear somebody doesn't want to party, I, I feel like there was always a kid growing up that was like, don't take my picture. I don't want my picture taken. Uh, 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 uh. And I know now that we have that that, all right, maybe there is some disorders we should look into for children that are like that. But you know what I'm talking about? The kid that was always like, oh, oh. Uh, I don't want to smile I was like shut the fuck
0: up (laughs) yeah but also too it's sort of like well why are you like if that person says they don't want to do something why is it up to you to boss them around and tell them they have to
1: well not when you're an adult no I'm saying this reminds me like I think that this isn't taken seriously because everyone remembers that kid also there's a lot of false modesty that happens I don't know how this guy went to his boss to say, hey, don't have the party from being honest. like people. Like if I found out you guys were throwing a party for me, I'd be like, oh, no, you don't have to do that. But what I would mean is, yes, throw a party for me. Do you yeah, know but many who times is- I've told my wife-, wife it would be impossible for her to throw a surprise party for me. Two reasons. One, I'd like to see if she could pull it off. And two, I know she couldn't. So is that's
0: it, what is that just Sarah or anybody?
1: Well, I think Sarah would be particularly bad at it. I agree. Um, I just think that for, for somebody to throw a surprise party for me, you'd have my birthday's in October. You'd have to do it in like fucking June. Like, I'd have to just be like, oh, I am truly surprised.
0: I did not expect <laughs> you, anything within a week of your birthday.
1: I don't know. I mean, if, if it wasn't Sarah, I think I'd be like, well, why? Like, who else would do it and why? And I could pull it off if I was assigned. Probably. Yes but I would never see it coming from you. But Sarah, like I could
0: throw a surprise party for Sarah. No problem. The thing is, if say Sarah came to me, right? And I and I and I if Sarah came to me and the and why do you think because I have a reason why I think Sarah would be bad at it. Why do you think Sarah would be bad at
1: it? Mainly because she relies on me to do all the things that would be required to have an event like this in her in her actual life. So taking me out of the equation takes out her primary resource also she's not good at lying that's what i was
0: going to say as a round friend sarah is is you can tell like her tells are so easy
1: and and additionally i am tough to get somewhere because if she was like oh we got to go to ryan's beach house this next week at her lake i be like i don't want to do that let's just come up Mm. with an excuse i'm not going you know like she'd be like no no no, you have to go and i'd be like why do i have to
0: go like and it would quickly be that yeah i'd probably have to make you um plan a whole Megan Trainor concert and then like yeah. actually what you were planning was your party
1: yes and another thing <laughs> another thing is I'm always worried about any type of um, due, to, due to you know my intense pooping phobia of needing to poop at home and kneeling needing to be cleaned and feel empty uh, before a big event I need to prep my body to not have to poop it said big event right understood understood I can't be surprised with an event that I'm going to want to stay at and be very active <laughs> what if I'm full
0: of human shit when I show up, I'll just know to make sure that there is a private bathroom all ready to go for you and shower and shower. I can make that happen. Thank you. You're and welcome. I would leave my party and be like, everyone, excuse me. I have to dump out. I only had one um, one. The thing is that most people don't do with the surprise party. Right. Is that you have to you have to plan another party. No. What do you meaning?
1: Because you just you, you show up, you, you tell people the party's for X, but it's really for Y.
0: No, because if the person who you're surprising doesn't think that they're going to be that there's going to be a birthday celebration, they're going to see it coming a mile away.
1: No, not if you're like, hey, let's just go to like, I think it's more the type of thing where you're like, oh, let's go to Applebee's, just the three of us. And There's actually 50 people at the Applebee's.
0: Yeah, see, I disagree with that. I think if you do it, you have to you have to have a decoy, right, of like. Of like, like say the surprise party's Friday night, you have to convince that Saturday night, the key people that are going to be at the surprise party, that there's going to be, there, we're all going to have a dinner with you on Saturday.
1: I think me personally also, my surprise party would be sad now because I don't know enough people and also my friends have begun to spread out. That's why I already know for my 40th birthday, we're just going back to where we did my wedding and we're inviting everyone back and I'm paying for it so it'll be what I want. Aww.
0: That is just like the opening first lines of a Capra-esque romantic comedy where Mark doesn't realize all the people that are important to him in his life and how many love him. And then there's a surprise party and they all show up and he starts tearing up. I didn't realize I had so many friends.
1: And I'd be like, oh God, I don't even like some of these
0: people. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, come to the end
1: of another successful show. Ryan, do you have anything you'd like to say before we get out of here?
0: Yeah, read, play, or piano.
1: Be here tomorrow. Bye. Goodbye!